Patrick Haitian men assemble the Avengers and we cook, clean, and uh, Bible study every day and we wait until marriage to have relations or bang bang. Or as coitus. A, what? Coitus. Coitus? coitus? <laughs> <laughs> that, that completely caught me off guard. Another word. <clears throat> yeah. We, we, gotta, we gotta add to the arsenal. Yeah, we gotta add to, we gotta expand our diction, uh, our vocabulary. I think diction was the right word. It was. It was. I, I'll give you credit. And as you can hear, my brother is guest starring in this episode in which we will be reviewing Ant-Man Quantumanium, I believe. That's the name. Yep. That's the name of the movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Don't. Don't. Oh, oh, oh of course. We, we can't dis. We can't disclude women. Of course. We got. They got to be included. Oh, the movie is called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quantumania. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The Wasp barely felt like she mattered in that movie. I was just thinking that, actually. She That's was crazy. You know what's funny, though? She was probably one of the smarter people in the movie. Like, if you... Okay. That's, that's like, like, for instance, like, when, when, when you know, we'll, we'll go more into detail on... Uh, but she... On they do that, you know... Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's crazy. <laughs> that's a wasted title. <laughs> I mean, should have just called it. No, Ant-Man but it's 3. funny because I don't think of it. Ant-Man. I think of it as just Ant Man. Like I thought another it was Ant Man three. <laughs> For real, I thought it was like Ant Man three. Quantumania. Wait, so did they change it to Ant Man and the Wasp in the second movie? Was it Ant Man so. and the Wasp for the second movie? Yeah, was it Ant Man and the Wasp? Whatever the hell the title was, because she was included. Because you saw glimpses of her in the first movie, and then in the second movie, it was more like their movie. Yeah, she was in the whole second movie because, well, sorry, whole first movie because she was the daughter of uh, Hank Pym. Yeah. But second movie, which is weird because in the comic books she's yeah. Hank Pym's lover. What? Mm. Saint? Yeah. Yeah. Hank Pym and Janet are like. A I think couple. you're talking about Hope. Uh, I think he's talking about Hope. Sorry. Oh, never mind. Because Hope, Hope is uh, the daughter, so she becomes the Wasp. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yes. So the so second Janet, one is Janet, Hank Pym and Jan- the Wasp. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then Janet is Hank Pym's wife. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Oh, you got to say, right. man. They get that up. Nah. My fault. <laughs> yeah, because I was getting confused. I was like, wait a minute. Like, they did they just like recast like <laughs> everything? <laughs> recast everything. Don't mind me. Comic don't mind books me. don't matter. Subject no, ca- material. No, canon does not matter. Canon does not matter. Same shit. Canon does not matter whatsoever. So I can say, uh, I mean, I guess we can just get started with the movie. Yeah. I had no expectations for this movie at all. So, so your thoughts going into the movie was no expectations. I had no expectations. I actually thought it was going to suck. And it didn't help that Rotten Tomatoes, when they had their review. Because, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, they always come out with their review before. It oh, comes yeah, out yeah. in theaters on, well, if you want to say technically Thursday night. <clears throat> they always come out with their review. And the reviews were not very good. I, last time I checked, Rotten Tomatoes had 50, like 58%. I have yet to see the audience score, but I can tell you the, right now. Yeah. The reviews were not, I mean, the reviews for the critics were not good at all. Yeah. And no, that shit. Is Ant-Man has a 48%. 48%. 47. But it's, an, uh, what's the audience score? 84. Yeah. Cause it's not that, it's really which is not fair, that which bad. Is fairly movie. accurate in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that like I had no, again, for someone that had no expectations for the movie, I thought it was a fairly good movie. Honestly, mm-hmm. I thought, so it, are, are we, are we, you know what I what my my so let's let's start there. Let's talk about the audience score and the critic score. You know, I think that's a good way to start off. I think that um for the most part it's fair to say I'd rather take the opinions of 50,000 plus versus 300 people. But yeah, okay, but I, I but don't really care. Then again though, then again because I think that varies too because for instance, um I'll use a Dragon Ball movie for example. Superhero is 
um, I think the audience score is like 98% or something like that. And it has a higher audience score than uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly. And I would never in a million years say that Dragon Ball Super Superhero is better than Dragon Ball Super Broly. Well, I think that, okay, I think that's just your person. Because you're, you're harder critique on the Dragon Ball franchise than most people. That's, so, that's very true. So Rotten Tomato, the critics gave it 93 for Dragon Ball Super, yep. yeah, superhero, and the audience get it in ninety five. So, you know, that's two thousand five hundred plus. And then a lot of people that I know that went to go see the movie really enjoyed the movie. So I just think you're harder Dragon Ball. I think you make very fair criticisms, but I don't. I think the majority of people who watch the Dragon Ball franchise don't watch it for the same. Don't analyze it in the same degree. That's true. As you. That's true. Which is why, like, you will always come across in your TikTok community as like a hater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, that, that that is or true. an idiot or an idiot. Or, <laughs> but pretty much, like, you, you won't you won't win that battle. You know? So, oh no no. Oh, of course not. You know, it's the same not. way I feel about uh, uh, comic book movies in general. Like. I get branded as like I'm expecting too much and you know it's funny because the more like the more I like um like animes become more mainstream I kind of see what you're talking about now because you you've been saying that about comic books for years you're saying oh it's not uh entirely for the canon it's more for the casuals and you kind of understand both arguments but the argument you've always made is if you stray too much from the canon it affects the quality of the product yes, to a point to a point where when you're trying to be, when you're trying to hold the casuals' hands too much, it almost becomes becomes an unbearable product. Yes, thank you. Almost, and I'm seeing, and and since like animes are becoming like live action, especially for Netflix, like they try too hard to make it, uh, to adhere to the common fan or the casual to the point where it's like, okay, like maybe this is not going to gloss over as well into live action to the casual fan because we really want them to get involved with this series. So maybe we're just going to cut off how this character was in this first, in the original version, and we're going to make a totally new iteration. But when you're doing that, you're really depriving the casual's experience of what that character really is mm -hmm. and, and the actual experience. And I, and I don't, I tend not to try to discriminate against the casual fan base either, but they annoy me. Like they really do. Because <laughs> no, no, no. You, when, do, you when, don't discriminate. You only discriminate when they make stupid opinions. When, when you're getting to a point now where you're trying to convince me that Iron Man is like stronger, like, um, than like Batman or you're, and just the, the way you're using MCU canon to, like, explain this scene. I'm like, you're just a, a nub. Like, just don't even talk to me, you know? <laughs> or where you think, like, the most impressive thing was, like, you know, Thanos using the Infinity Gauntlets. And they're like, oh, you, you know, you need to have gamma energy and this. I'm like, this is a bunch of bullshit. No, you don't. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're using MCU canon to describe something and that's fine. But that's not really how it works. Like, Thanos is the biggest, baddest thing ever. And no offense to Kang, Kang should never feel like a greater threat than Thanos. That's just what it is. But I digress. I, I digress. Oh, yeah. They, they, the way they'll make, the way they framed it, they framed it in a way where um, Kang, master of time, you know, mm. can go through time, all this other crap. He is a huge Avengers level threat. He is. No disrespect. To him. But shouldn't be greater than Thanos. But the but the feeling that these MCU <clears throat> nubs, casuals try to give you the okay, the car's okay. Oh he's gonna be bigger yeah, than Thanos. And I'm like, bro, Thanos, Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, 
was able to um, become Eternity himself. Mm-hmm. That yeah, in, tells, the, in the comics, but in not the, com- the MCU. Exactly yeah. in the comics, but that that just gives you that gives you premise to like what Thanos is. But again, but see, but that's an example of. Uh, you taking out an element of the comic, so that element. yeah, so that because now you have casuals that don't understand the true power. But they of Thanos. think they understand, but they, not yeah. even the true power of Thanos. They don't understand the true power of the Infinity Gauntlet. First and foremost, anyone can wield it. You don't need like a special power level to wield the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm. If you have the Infinity mm. Gauntlet and you have the um, the Infinity Stones, you are God. You can do anything you want. There's no struggle. There's no like. Like, literally, it's not, oh, I snapped my fingers, and that's the main ability of it. Snapping its fingers is is taking away half of life. That's its most basic-ass function. Like, I'm trying to give you a premise to how powerful the Infinity Gauntlet is. Like, that was the, the funny thing is, that was, like, the big thing that Thanos did in the movies. In the comic book, that was the first thing he did. Yeah. He went like this. "Mm, I want half of humanity. I want half of life on the universe to be gone. Yeah, and then. Did it affect him? He didn't. He didn't get half brain yeah, and then throughout the like, com- and then, Yeah, and then throughout the comic, he works his way up to even fighting, like, the one above all. Exactly. Uh, actually, I don't think it was the one above... Yeah, it was the one above all. It was a Galactus. Like, Galactus. It was... Like, he was... He was uh, he was such a threat to the point where, like, the gods of the Marvel Universe yes, had to together come together because, to, to stop um, him. Adam Warlock used the Earth heroes in the game of chess. He mm. called them the pawns. Yeah. To, mm. to attract the bigger threats to come and combat. To come and combat um, Thanos. Thanos. That's my point. My point is when then when you have people, oh, you see, you go like, oh, you don't even know what you're talking about. You you just don't. Some things that were accurate that I enjoyed was um, when when uh, Loki in his show had a bunch of uh, Infinity Gems in like a drawer. They oh, yeah, yeah, drawer. Yeah. It's true. They're useless outside of their universe, so they're only good in the universe that they're in. Yeah. Infinity Gauntlet, <laughs> it's, it's just a toy. It's paperweight. It literally, but it is. That's why I like. It's funny because in perspective, when he's struggling to get these gems, just to see like a whole drawer of like they're just literally like <laughs> it's <laughs> ironic because they ain't shit in mm. the grander grander scheme of the multiverse. It's like what is it? It's it's nothing. <clears throat> Got you. Makes yeah. But I, I, okay, so back to the um in the critics, the and, critics the and and the reviewers. So in this aspect, I can see what you're talking about because more often than not. Uh, as I've noticed with these movies, it's very rare that the audience score and the uh, like critique scores are similar. Mm-hmm. It's very, very. It's, there's normally like a huge gap in terms of, and I always wonder what that is because I'm like, what exactly were they looking for in this movie? Because in this movie, this seemed like a typical Marvel movie to me. Agendas, yeah, agendas. Agen- agendas. But what kind of agenda though? What, what kind of agenda? Because okay, okay. So if we're talking about agendas, women empowerment, it that was there. You you had women empowerment all over this movie. If you want, if you, yeah, okay. So I'll use, okay. I'll, no, I'll no, use, no, no. I'll give, I'll give you that. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking back. Yeah, women. Empo- you had women empowerment in this movie. It's not you, as as strong as it was. No, it's like not other a, movies for sure. But no, yeah, I, no, I would definitely agree. It's not as if strong, it but was, it was there. If, if it was like great example, Miss Marvel. And like, uh, and Mrs. Marvel, right? Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. If it was like Captain Marvel and Mrs. Marvel, very in your face, girl power. Yeah. Every like five minutes, this movie would have got a perfect score. You know what I'm saying? But because it was very intertwined, in, intertwined into the plot naturally, like yeah, woman took the lead and naturally took 
they assumed the role of being, you know, Janet was smarter than than um, Ant-Man, which, you know, is accurate because he's not the smart Ant-Man. He's like the thief, crafty yeah, kind he's of. The, he's the Ant-Man after the original he, he's Ant-Man. Not, he's not the book smart. He's the street smart. Yeah, he's street smart, you know, based on how his character is in the MCU. It's fine. Yeah. And, um, and um, you know, she's the daughter of two geniuses. So, like, it's assumed that she would be smart. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, her daughter, you know, moments where her daughter was talking crazy to him and stuff like that. I guess if I was you know gonna, the, the, <laughs> I honestly, the daughter was the most insufferable thing about this movie. But in terms of mm-hmm. like, I disagree. In, in terms of how the critics have like historically rated these franchises, like She Hulk, like it needs to be girl power, this, that, and dirt, da 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 da. If they did more of that in your face type of stuff, it would have got a perfect rating from the critic. But instead, the only thing they labeled it, I think I read a critic, it's like darker. And like and what? Because they said a couple of cuss words, bro. And like, there's death, and it's gloomier, I guess, because there are the who died in this movie again? Uh, Modok. Wow, that was a fail. Oh, Modok was terrible. Oh, you know I, <laughs> wow. I, I have some shit to say about that, but but I know we're jumping all over the place. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where when I look at why the critiques gave it its rating, it's not. I under because you I understand the modern day critiques for these movies, it makes sense. It's like a it's a rating that makes sense for the movie. I in I knew because the critics were gonna give it such a bad rating that I probably would enjoy it more because it tends to be whatever the critics are saying. I kind of have like an opposite like. Uh, yeah, because this was this was a view, tip. This was point, yeah. This was a this was a typical Marvel MCU yeah, movie. Typical yeah. MCU movie. I didn't think it. I don't think it was. It didn't wow me off my seat. I but it didn't I, bore you. It didn't bore me either. You know, I watched it for two hours. Right? It, it kept me in the. Yeah, seat. it's a movie you're gonna watch for two hours, and then you're never gonna see it again. Yeah. <laughs> the question is. Yeah. Would you say that we are more of the critiques, or are we more of the audience? Because, well, mm, obviously on this platform now, mm-hmm. we are critiquing it a little bit, but we also watch it as more of like casual viewers. So, I guess where would you put? Us? I'd say with the middleman. That, 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 that's where I put myself yeah. because because I feel with critiques nowadays when they're critiquing they're trying to push some type of agenda yes. and, and that's how, again that's again it's all based off how I feel based on what I what I read mm. there's and you always have I always call them weirdos with different colored hair or whatever you always got these weirdos doing these reviews of all kinds pushing agendas or whatever okay and it's always based on their feelings. Oh, I feel the movie should be this way. I feel the movie should be that way. When if you're critiquing, you're not supposed to put your feelings into it. And I know in terms of anything, like whether it's broadcasting, whatever, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to p- cast your feelings o- uh, away Sorry, 100%. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you need to have some form of uh, objectivity when you're, when you're critiquing these movies. And with critiquing... And reviewing, that's not there all the way. Whether you go to, oh my lord, whether you go to IGN, whether you go to GameSpot, there's always some type of agenda that's being pushed Fair. in terms of movie reviews. So, like, uh, like, like, I'll give you an example. Star Wars The Last Jedi, right? Which one was that? The very last one? That was the second to last one, I believe. I don't think I watched that. It was, the, it was The Last Jedi was the, was the eighth one. Okay, I think I did watch that one. Right? Yes. That got a rotten... That got like a 91 from the critics. Got a 42 from the audience. With over $100,000... 100,000 people 
rating it. That makes sense to me. That movie is ass. You know, is, wait, trash. is that the is that the last movie of the trilogy? No, second. To I last. think it's the second to last one. Second to last. Yes. Oh. Second to last. Oh, that was the one where uh, Luke died, right? Yes. yes. Oh, God. <laughs> that movie oh, was bad. I thought the last one's where Luke died. No, no, no. Luke died. dies in the second because Luke did like that telepathic like Jedi thing, which was actually pretty cool. And then he just died like a bitch. <laughs> he just fucking like okay. dropped dead. And like, it was a bad movie. Like, period. Like, it was just a bad movie. But you know why they gave it a 91? Because it's, it was a woman-centered like lead movie. That's it. Ray. Ray. She showed, like, I'm a strong woman. Was Ray even a good protagonist? She's back. (laughs) I I, I would say she was in the the first first installment Mm -hmm. of the new trilogy, but the second and third. I I haven't watched third, so I can't speak on that. Oh, don't. eh. Don't. It's on my list to watch, and because of how much people shit on it, I'm like, I kind of. I only like the third because they bring back Emperor Palpatine. I literally watched it in the movie theater with Cassandra, and I was just, we were both just bored. Unquote, yeah. unquote, with, uh, the actor for Emperor Palpatine, he was like, I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, crazy. I don't, it's I actually, don't know why I'm here. It's I'm actually just, crazy. But back to uh, Ant-Man. Back and to the Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, so I mean, I think we should give, I give a little so, bit of synopsis, because this movie, t- it seems like this movie takes place after the events of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... It's pretty much uh, what's his name? Scott, the main character. Mm-hmm. Scott, Scott Lang. S- Scott Lang. He, you know, he's living his normal life, and uh, he he's all seen of us as seen and celebrated as the hero of Infinity War. What? Not Sp- one of he's, one of the heroes. He, he's viewed as Spider Man. <laughs> That's because the old man doesn't. Know I, I know. I don't know. That yes, was a joke. Yeah. That 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 made me lol. Tell the truth. He is the hero. Uh, when you think about it, he is the hero of the yeah. Infinity War. Because he wasn't affected. By no, he was without 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 him, they would not have succeeded at yeah. all. Agreed. He was the year, which is crazy. He should be getting the most. I mean, obviously, Iron Man, you know, sacrifice. Which weapon, which was like, crazy when his daughter was given that disrespect, like, "Oh, you're not you're not even going out to be here." I'm like, "Do you understand who this man is? Like, without this man, that you like the world you know now wouldn't exist, bro." Exactly. I'm, I'm like I'm like that that crazy entitlement. They should have built a statue for Ant Man before they built it for Iron Man. Because well, Iron Man didn't get the opportunity to snap his fingers without Ant Man going out there in that struggle. Ant Man, Ant Man crawled to that. So I can run. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. yeah so I mean, but he ends up getting into a situation in which his daughter sends a message into the uh, what was it, the quantum realm? Yep. Yeah, to the quantum realm. They get sucked in, and then through events, you find out that. King the Conqueror has basically taken over, and then this goes into because Janet's he was history. exiled by the Council, Council of, of Kings. <laughs> Amazing, the co- yeah, and you know you find out about Janet's past, which actually that was very interesting because I that gave her more characterization. It did because I mean Janet, she wasn't bad in the other movies, but there was always this mystery about her. She like, just wasn't useful. Yeah. She wasn't useful. She was kind of just like a wasted character because we didn't know so much about her. Mm. And then now that, you know, she's back, she's with the family and like, you can tell she still has shit going on, but we are now able to get into the backstory of, you know, what was going on for the 30 years yeah, or it, however many years she was in the quantum realm. Yes. And it, it, yeah, it gave more context to her character. And then you find out that Kang was basically like in the quantum realm Forming his own civilization and being because alive. she helped him unknowingly. Exactly, precisely. So, uh, Carl, 
what are your overall thoughts on this movie? Uh, the story, Actually, characters. Oh, wait. What happened, Sasha? Uh, keep asking your question. Finish your question, and then I'll. No, ask no. I'm, I'm curious on Carl's thoughts because Carl, because I always, I always go to Carl because Carl is a lot more um, knowledgeable in terms of the comics. Because even though I'm a little bit knowledgeable, and I even read, uh, it's funny, I read about the Council of Reed. Council of Reed is hilarious. By oh, you the started way. looking into I, it. I, it, it <laughs> Council, <laughs> no, no, the Council of Kang. Um, it, it's, it brought me to, um, because you know during the end scenes you see the Council of yeah. Kang, and it brought me to this person named Immortus because Immortus was basically like killing off Kang so that he could eventually yep. become Immortus yep. and I'm like who the fuck is Immortus bro like <laughs> this is like th- like honestly like if you get into like the Council of Recon you're gonna get into some multi-timeline the, the, shit yeah, that's the, just the, the mind the council, it's funny because the Council of Kang does kind of conflict with the Council of Reed and the count the councils I think the Councils of Doom do they so, have a Council of Doom yes yeah, so that's another thing that's um, really funny because um Interesting, but I don't want to go too much because I don't want to like lie. So there's there's a lot of conflict between the different councils, though. It's kind mm. of funny, but I know it's mostly forget the doom statement, but it's mostly uh, Kang and and Reed. Um, and Reed. Which yeah, is and, and, and 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 before I lead off to like the council of Reed, I get like they said that they basically made them like um like fight. They tried to make them fight each other, but instead <laughs> it's it was Richard, so they tried to team together to solve all the problems instead of, like, fighting each other. Yeah. And I'm like, that's actually a really interesting, like, premise. And that pic... Oh, Carl sent me a picture during the movie of the Council of Reed, like, just making Doctor do All the Doctor Dooms from all the different timelines, like, brain dead and, like, turning off their higher fun. It was actually really funny. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, so he has them all in, like, a dungeon. <laughs> and the only thing they can say is doom, 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 doom. <laughs> <laughs> he has them all shut off his, their high. He has puts them in a collar and shut them down, shut down their high brain functioning. So he, yeah. he pretty much like made the mental midgets like mental like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, it's 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 really wild. Like that's a force. No, but he said, but of course they they said this was necessary according to the Council of Reeds. Oh. I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, f- I'm in my mind, I'm all right, how convenient. Of course it's necessary because Doctor Doom is a lifelong enemy, so of course yeah. you guys would think. They, they said in no multiverse, Doom is necessary. <laughs> they they deemed <laughs> that like, Doom is not necessary in any which, multiverse. Which, be- which becomes like hilarious because eventually they, um, his son, um, Franklin Richards, and their, their R. Reed Richards and R. Universe literally tells him, tell, his son tells him that Doom is going to be the one to save the entire our universe. So we need Doom, pretty much. <laughs> Which is ironic because the Council of Reed would have said otherwise. Like, no, just, just bring him here, throw him in a dungeon. Great. It's stuff like this that makes me want to get into comic books. No, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> it, it, when it's me amazing. and Max discovered the Council of Reed like seven, eight years ago, we couldn't <laughs> stop laughing, bro. Because the, the Council of Reed. <laughs> Is so crazy in essence. It's like so nuts. It's like, bro, they come together. It's like one day he's working and he's like, you know, I think one of the reads from another multiverse enters and says like, okay, you know, you're ready to like kind of embark on this, like this higher learning. Like, yeah. Okay. And then like they come together and say like, but in order to join the council of read, you need to pretty much let go of everything. So pretty much he has to abandon his wife and kids and just enter this like long life journey to solve the the the, um, the problems of the world. The problems of everything, right? Hmm. Which is like an infinite problem. The infinite problem. And literally this Reed Richards pretty much says no, 
but he spends like a lot of his time thinking of what if he like you know joined them and mm. all and all these other mental gymnastics and stuff like that so it's hilarious and then i think this reed richards deems like that council's existence to be dangerous because they have the, they have anti they have not anti monitors that's dc they have the uh the ultimate nullifiers they have a bunch of infinity gauntlets they have a whole bunch of like they're so op and so crazy that even celestials from different multiverses hunt them down to like kill them like to just that's them. a wild because like it, it's it's a while. It's so much happening. Like like I said, there's so much happening. There's a lot of information that I'm forgetting and I'm not standing accurately. So I don't want to just say <laughs> random stuff. But like, there's celestials involved. There's kings involved. There's weeds involved. The weeds are like nubs when they're when they finally get invaded by the celestials. You know, they're trying to use the Infinity Gauntlet. It doesn't work because obviously they're not in the right like universe, proper universe and Damn. stuff like that. So it's actually pretty hilarious. Like it's pretty crazy and it's hilarious. But yeah, it, it's crazy. And like I say, the source material will always trump the movies, bro. Always. I I believe that. Yeah. So I mean, okay. So what what were your overall thoughts in the movie? Like in term, like you as a comic book like. Oh, I mean, I like. And it. also, what were your expectations before the movie? I had no expectations. I thought okay. the movie was gonna be bad. Like I didn't think the movie was gonna be good. Um, based on what I've seen in the last phase, I was like, it's like it. I don't think anything was going to wow me and nothing did wow me in this movie. Like this movie was just like, okay, they went back to, um, let's go back to our formula. We tried Thor love and thunder. That was trash. We tried, um, Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange. We tried a whole bunch of like, um, I think they try to get out. I like the Dr. Strange formula. Honestly, they they try, they try to, they try to get outside of their comfort zone a little bit and you know, credit to them, but they just, failed epically in my opinion and what i noticed is i'm starting to think marvel can't really produce movies outside of their formula so ant-man they went right back to their formula they sure did they went right back to their it was a predictable movie like you know right back to their formula with the child being with the child forming the problem at first and then the main character has to get them out of it but you know what i'm not even mad at cassie I can't be mad at Cassie in this movie oh i absolutely can she was insufferable no she's ignorant disagree because she even said honestly during this time like the five years that you were gone if i had this technology i would have been able to find you sooner Mm. so i can't even be mad at her because she had a good reason for doing this Mm -hmm. it's not like she was just like "Ooh, i'm bored let me start putting stuff together so but then at the same time it's not her fault it's janet's fault because she never opened up as to to why what's in the classroom so not as fine. much as she was but being then again, a little, little... But then again, she's such a little prick that she probably like, oh, how could you leave him behind with a conqueror? I'm going to go in and be a superhero myself. Who would have stopped her from doing mm. that? But her personality? Nah, I don't, I don't see that being the case. Because I feel like she didn't seem like someone who was listening to Scott, but she was listening to everyone else. Okay. So... She was listening to Hank. She was listening to Hope. She was listening to so Janet for the most she part. Listened to, okay. So I feel like if Janet was like, listen... This guy, he was destroying timelines. Yeah. Destroying timelines. There was no way to beat him. He's I a force. T- I took what he needed and King is a force, destroyed it pretty much. If Cass listened to that, she probably would have been like, all right, maybe we can come up with a plan. But I don't think she would have been like balls ready to like. I mean, can I say Jonathan Majors did a great job? Oh, phenomenal. As King the Conqueror. He was, did a fantastic. Like, he honestly, the he was. Easily the best part about this movie. 
And that easily, was like yes. that was and that was like my thing. I think he was the better part of the movie. He makes me excited for King of the Conqueror. Yeah. I can't wait for him to like kind of like split those personalities and really Yo, and the yo, the way he was able to split those was fantastic. Yeah. Like especially towards like, the end. They spelled like four different characters, bro. It was, it was kind of crazy. I was like, all right, this guy's legit. No, he he did a Dante hell of a job. Legit. Makes me excited for Key Three, Key, Creed Three even more. Yeah. Like just to see how he's gonna act in that. Oh, movie. he is gonna be in Creed Three. Yeah. yeah, he he has three movies this year. I thought I think I the first one was like Aviation or something like that. And then this one, yeah, man, like no, King the Conqueror and, really and, conquered this movie. No pun intended. And then, and then, literally, uh-huh. you know, um, yeah, I mean, low expectations. Um, they went back to their formula. I wasn't wild by this movie. Um, it did its job again. It held the hand of the casuals. Didn't really feed my comic book like self at all. They, I don't have that expectation. I'm not delusional. And it's like, um. You know, they're just solid, you know. Um, it's a solid movie. It's not it's not a great You know, movie. but if there's one if there's well But I will say it's one of the better trilogies in the MCU. Yeah. I would say it's better than the Iron Man trilogy. The what? It's better than the Iron Man trilogy. I would agree. I would agree. Better than the Iron Man trilogy. Uh, and and you know one better of the, than the Thor quadrilogy, whatever you want oh, to call it. Oh, it's definitely better than Thor. It's better than the Thor, Thor quadrilogy. Thor I don't has know about one Iron good Man. movie in its in its quadrilogy. I mean, we love Iron Man one. But let's face it, two two is Iron not Man that two, eh. Iron Man three. Y'all know how I feel. Iron about Man, Man 3, three was caca, bro. I love it was Iron all right. Man 3. It was all right. It, was it wasn't caca. bad. I watched it again. It was. It wasn't bad. It was pretty solid. It was a pretty good movie. But then same thing for Ant Man. Ant Man and the Wasp was just like, it's, eh. It's, as as a standalone, it was eh. But in the grand scheme of things, like it introduced you to the quantum realm, yeah, how it important, important it was. It was important. That's different. But standalone, I I would say it's tied with Iron Man for that reason. Because they both have one movie where it's just like, eh. You know, Captain America's hand down the best, oh, the best franchise. Yeah. Like, easily. There's the no the best superhero? Well, we have, we'll go discuss that another time. Cause my, best my, MCU trilogy. Might be the best trilogy in all of comic books ever. Better than The Dark Knight? Yes, I think so. Carl, just people one, will fight. Like, I don't think one, two good movies can, you know... That third movie was so bad, bro. Like, Yeah, all three movies have to do a good job of standing out and doing really well like Captain America but even during that trilogy that the second one's the most known uh, The Dark Knight true yeah. but I, if I had to pick between two trilogies I'm picking the Captain America trilogy I can't disagree with that yeah I, I don't think I think it did a fantastic job like all know, of them were good all of them were good and, and, and they got and, better and, I say and, uh, and the funny thing too is Deadpool 3 is fire that's another conversation because the first yeah Deadpool Dead, I, Deadpool's another good trilogy oh well put, I mean, it's not a trilogy, not a trilogy but yeah, yeah, but with but, but if you have that with um, what's his Hugh name, Jackman Hugh Jackman, back. and it's and, it's, oh, and it does and it delivers the way it's supposed to deliver, we might have to say that might be the best. Funny thing is, Deadpool might have the best. Comic well, book Wal- Wolverine ever. don't have the best trilogy. No, not at all. <laughs> Wolverine had too many movies that were all ass. <laughs> yeah, they if they good. only had like, like Logan was such a great movie. Oh, if they had God. like, if they had three movies like that, I'd be saying something different. Yeah. But no. oh my but God. Logan, Logan that, was a good like. I will never forgive them for their rendition of the Silver Samurai in that movie. That that was like that was the second Wolverine movie. Yeah. Second, that, the Silver that was wasn't terrible. that the one where at the end she gave him like the OG costume? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we never saw him wear it. Max na- Max has never gets over that. Oh, we, never <laughs> we never got to see him in the costume. I'm like, bro. I mean, who cares? We got the CGI I now, so I guess that, that can happen. But, hey, no, but we I, we might see it in this movie. We might. Who knows? Hopefully, 
Oh my God! Once they, be, oh, I can't wait till the X Men come. But I think one thing they did well in the Ant Man movie was, and they didn't spend much time on it. But the I actually liked the supporting characters in this movie. I yeah, I, I thought the supporting characters were really like whether it was uh, that that I forgot though the woman warrior. Um, I forgot uh, her name too. Actually, uh, they said uh, her uh, name maybe like twice, so I didn't even really. Yeah, the one with the big muscles. Yeah, her. <laughs> Yeah, it was her, and then they, you had that, that the guy that wanted holes in him or whatever. Yo, yeah. he 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 was funny. I will say that. No, the supporting cast is good. For yeah. Sure. So I I mean I really I again really, like they they um it was a in the short time you were there I, I really like it really felt like the world was like its own thing. Yeah. Was, so they did it they did a fantastic job I believe with the characters. Um, I enjoyed the film for the for me to go and watch it Friday night. I enjoyed the movie. It was good. Yeah. Uh, will I watch it again? Probably not. Um, was Jonathan Majors really good? Yes. Um, did the movie wow me? No. Did the movie did the movie uh, get me excited for how they're gonna use Kane the Conqueror? Yes. And if that's their goal, they did a fantastic job. But as an independent film in itself, I think it was. It did. It's a solid okay. Film. How did you feel about? Okay, so how did you feel about Ant Man himself in this movie? Because there was a lot of angles for Ant Man. So it was it was pretty much the father because it first started off as. Him going into the realm, kind of trying to fix his daughter's mistake, and then as the movie progressed, it ended up with him trying to save his daughter he from the mistake. Ant Man didn't feel important in his movie. It felt like Kane the Conqueror was important, and it felt like Janet was important. Isn't that? It hasn't that been like kind of a common trope though within these MCU movies? Yes, I was, I was gonna say that. Yeah, like like for example, Thor didn't feel important in his own movie. Nope. Uh, Black Panther, even though for obvious reasons, for T'Challa obvious reasons, did not feel to top. Yeah, T'Challa. Was not important, and I'm telling you, in the, in the original, the supporting Panther, characters the supporting ate characters more than he carried did. those movies, and it's not because Chadwick Boseman was bad; it was because those other characters did such a fantastic job. They did. They overshadowed him. They did. They definitely like, did. Shuri was eating. Kill Ma- Michael B. Jordan was the star of the film, in my opinion, in like the first one. You putting Shuri over Chadwick in the first? No, one? no, not in the first one. But I said they were okay, all okay, okay. But, but I said Michael B. Jordan to me was the star of the yeah, show. Yeah, oh, easily he in took, the first one. Yeah, he captivated me from start to finish. But you know what's cra- but you know what's crazy though, because uh, Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther had such an impact in the first movies that you saw. Like, for example, uh, when, you, when we first saw him, it was Captain America: Civil, Civil War. War. Yes, mm-hmm. and he had such an, like, in a supporting role. He's done fantastic. You know. As the star of his movie, he did solid. He just got outshined, and of course, he obviously passed away, so he never got a, another opportunity. Because that would have so. been dope to see him in No More. That yeah. would have been so fire. I think that would have been the movie for him to shine, especially with the 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 direction that uh, Kugler wanted to go, to go with go it too. I'm hit, bro. That movie would have been fire, bro. I'm telling you, I that would have been probably the best MCU movie, like. Hands down, like, and I'm not just saying that. Just say, yo, Black Panther no more have such a bloodthirsty rivalry in the comic book. It's crazy. If Kugel was gonna even capture even 15 percent of that, that movie was gonna be fire, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that movie, they have a real hate relationship with each other, real, yeah. real hateful relationship with each other. And you know, like I said, I felt like the only character that's really able to shine in a room full of all other characters and maybe this is intentional maybe it's not but Iron Man and Captain America in their respective movies no matter who's there it felt like the movie was about them the first I felt the first phase one and two or one and a half felt like the movies were about Iron Man Mm. and then for some reason in phases two and three it felt the movies were more about Captain America for some reason but I felt like no matter how many characters is there Iron Man and Captain America—they're always going to shine. They're always movies. able to shine, even in, even if it's not their movie. 
Like even in the Spider Man movie. Oh I yeah, felt, it was Iron Man. I felt like Iron yeah. Man was like shining more than Spider Man. Yeah, you couldn't wait for Iron Man to be on screen, bro. Oh, <laughs> like absolutely. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it, it, it was incredible. Like I just think that um, you know, two incredible characters, two character incredible actors. You know, I think Chadwick Boseman. I think they were trying to evolve the next phase after the, around him. Yeah. Black Panther, he was supposed to be the next Iron Man, Captain America for the phases moving forward. He's supposed right. to be the new leader mm-hmm. of the Avengers. So it's un, it's unfortunate, but I think they did a great job given the circumstances that they were given. Right. I, I got to be honest. I kind of got to disagree with you guys about saying Ant-Man didn't feel important in his own movie. Yes, he wasn't as important. As as, as important. Maybe, yeah. maybe, 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 um, he didn't feel as important to me as, as Janet, Janet or Kang did, or his daughter, or even Kang. This was definitely more daughter. Janet. This was definitely more Janet's story, though. Yeah, because I, I, I can feel I that, feel like and then Janet, how it intercedes with um, Scott Lang. For I feel sure. like Janet and his daughter put in more work than Scott. I can't agree on Cassie. Cat Cassie might have been the catalyst as well as the reasoning for Ant Man doing a lot of what he did, but I can't say she felt more important than. Than Ant Man, that that doesn't. I don't know. I don't see that personally. That for Janet, run, for Janet, I can't argue spirit. that. Janet, I can't argue that. Um, and Kang, I can't argue that. But not for Ant Man because the way he started out the movie is like talking about himself, like, "Hey, you know, leader, uh, being celebrated as you know hero, blah blah blah," and then like, you know, one thing I missed out on was a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing him talk about like fatherhood and being a parent mm-hmm. and then, you know, talking about the book that he wrote, having that family dinner and like going down to the basement, seeing what his daughter did. Like we're mm-hmm. seeing the progression of fatherhood and him missing out on that time and him really kind of like paying attention to that, trying to focus in on that. And then this is where we're seeing a lot of him kind of come in and like, all right, I messed up as a dad. I need to be able to do a little bit better, you know, she made a mistake. I got to help her correct this mistake. Didn't know she had a suit. Well, now I know, whatever. And then, you know, getting to the point where it's a life or death. I have to do this to save my daughter and keep her alive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. So as much as it was a very like Janet and Kang centric story, we also get a lot of development for Ant-Man because as much as the other two movies, it also was about Cassie and him being a father this, again, I think this movie had a lot more consequence to it. Mm-hmm. So the critics saying that like it was a darker tone or whatever, yeah, there were consequences to his actions if he did or didn't do something. Yeah. That's true. But most most of the consequences came from his daughter, I would argue. Again, because, catalyst or reason, yes. But I can't yeah. say she felt as... She was more important than Ant-Man was in this movie. Okay, that, that, that's, that, that's that's fair. That's my that's argument. No, that's, that's, fair. Fair. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I can't. I can't be too mad at that logic. I can't be too mad at that that reasoning. So, but I think I want to talk more about Kang the Conqueror because he again he was the one that really stole the show. Uh, he really stole the show in in this movie, and uh, from him from him being saved by Janet, and then when she when they when when they're trying to come up with a way to power up their ship and uh, come up with the, I forgot what they call it, um, that, that orb that powered up the energy for her ship, yeah. for their ship. And then when she, when she touches the machine to, um, that basically gives access to his mind and she saw how much of a like, 
So, but I mean, I mean, so here's the, here's the one question I had. Cause this, this was kind of like bothering me, not bothering me, but had me thinking because after she breaks the, um, the item that powers up the ship. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he got his form back because I think that was the one positive that happened. Cause he was like, he was cast out by, you know, as you find out by the council of Kang yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, he, but he, he gets his original form back, but he can't go. He can't get out of the quantum uh, out of yeah. the quantum. Yeah. Realm. Cause that powers the ship to be but able to, leave. but through that he was able to then build his own civilization. And it came to a point where she was basically like on the run for 30 years. So I'm like, so you kind of were at a point where you let this nigga build a civilization. Well, so, I mean, she had no choice. She was also part of like the resistance or like the freedom yeah. fighters. So mm. she did as much as she could. But mm. yeah, but but, but, but when it's Kang. When he had, yeah, he had enough technology that's like light years ahead of anything they had there. Yeah, because so what like, he's what from you, like a thousand years in the future. I think more. Something like that. Yeah. Like so like there. With the with him having his suit and his powers back, what are you gonna do? He just didn't have the technology to leave. That's like a caveman <laughs> fighting a robot, bro. Like, yeah. it's not, you know, and it's it's crazy because even though he's the master of one entire universe, the quantum realm, one realm, that's not enough for him. He's a conqueror of all multiple timelines, and he's a freak, bro. And his is. his purpose here was to get back to the Council of King and destroy them all. Yeah, yeah, because and, he even said like. He was talking to Scott. He was like, if you don't let me do what I want to do, like things are going to be so much worse than what you think. Yeah, because that's what they got the 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 threat of the, of, again, the Avengers level threat. Yeah. Like this is when. Like, got the attention the, of the Council uh, of Kang. And now I think their purpose now is they're going to want to erase the Avengers from existence. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they were partially already doing that. Maybe not like. Oh, in other timelines, they already destroyed yeah. a bunch of like they. they exactly. They but now the fact that someone other than Kang got rid of Kang, they're seeing that as a threat. So they're like, we need to eradicate that. So <laughs> it's a gangbang. <laughs> let's get all the gangs in the room and let's do it. Bro. It's crazy. Well, is that was that so that was that what that uh that yes. extra that scene was that yes. ending scene? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You know what he said? Let's now let's did you did you get all of like he no said, he said how many did you call? He said all, all of them. them. So all the kings and all the multiverses, like so, freak. So all the kings and all the multiverses are gonna like go after like one timeline, maybe. Or they uh, might... Because that's OD. Well, because you have to say that our timeline is the OD timeline. They're not even supposed to survive the Thanos snapping. Yeah. But because it's true, like, this is the timeline that's gotten closer to the multiverse. In essence, they have. Like, yeah. they, they, they literally have. They've hopped through multiple multiverses. And literally, they would be the biggest threat to the Kangs. Right? So it would be our Avengers that yeah. would be the biggest threat to them. Because they have touched the multiverse, they have. Hmm. You know, thanks to Loki. Thanks to Loki, and um, and now that they have, they got to be eradicated. They got to be eradicated. They got to be finished. It's not even thanks to Loki. It's thanks to uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, not even. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, um, Ant Man. Oh, the quantum, the quantum. When uh, they, the, when he, when they went to go into separate timelines to grab different Infinity Stones. Oh, that's like right. That. That's right. It even goes far, far back as that. The End Game movie. When they first discovered about going into multiple timelines. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know? Okay. So they're, 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 you know, that's when it started. And then, you know, 
the knowledge is high. Doctor Strange knows about the multiverses and like now different people, like a lot of them are, you know, all about the multiverse. Loki, like they're all about the multiverse now. So it's like, they're lie. We this they defeated one of our kings. This can be a problem if we don't get rid of them now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. See, this is this is why I actually was excited about the movie. Yeah, I mean, like I I can I can tell just with um I think one of the Avengers movie being called like uh, King Dynasty. Yeah, that alone. That's gonna be a force. N- exactly. That alone tells you how much of a force. There's gonna be a King. movie called King Dynasty. Yeah, King Dynasty versus the Reed, the Council of Reed. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's one I'm of kidding. the two Avengers I, I'm movies. Kidding. Not the Council of Reed. If they ever put the Council of Reed in the MCU, Carl's going to have the greatest laugh. That shit is oh, yeah. hilarious, bro. That like, is just, that's just in a mass of just pure egos, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a force. But no. like, I I think just knowing that. They already have titles out about Kang, like that. That alone, in my mind, was yes, just like he, Kang's I mean, going to be a force. Yeah, he's definitely going to be. He's definitely going to be a persistent uh, enemy. Yeah. Uh, in the future. Yeah, and then the fact that we already saw like the peaceful Kang talking to Loki and Sylvie, and they were like, "Listen, you know, I, I'm just here. I don't see what's going on after this, so that must mean this is my time." But. I'm not the one you need to worry about. There are others worse than me. Mm. And then we actually see the one that got exiled. We see what happens to him. And then we see the council and we see exactly what he's talking about. So it coming full circle as much as like, I kind of hate that it coming full circle really got me more excited for, you know, what's to come. Oh, surprisingly, even though watching this movie, I truly felt the Marvel fatigue. Mm-hmm. I truly mm. felt it, and I was just like, I hate this. But because of who it is, I'm excited to continue to watch it. Yeah, and, like, again, it's it was like the Marvel fatigue is there for me, for sure. Um, I just want to see new content, which is why I am more excited for the D- James Gunn's DC's content mm-hmm. because it's not even the fact that it's a different entity. It's like he's diving into... Um, Untouched territory. Untouched much. territory within the DC universe, like yeah. Wildstorm, the Authority, like those those characters are crazy. What like, is it? what is it? Creature Commandos, Creature or Commandos. Like that? Yeah, like, that, that's dope. Like just just uh, just characters that deserve their shine after many decades. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm glad that he's folk. He's giving you. Oh, I'll give you some Batman. I'll give you some Superman. But here's a whole list of characters you've never even experienced before. So yeah. that's why I'm more excited for. The DC stuff. The Marvel fatigue is um, real. I don't think that, you know, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with having the universe staying connected, but I do think that this should recapture the magic of like Captain America and Iron Man, where they felt like they were their own individual franchises mm-hmm. within the bigger universe. And I think that they should definitely do that with the Spider-Man movies, because I think that's why they kind of made everyone forget about him, because I think the Spider-Man movies will feel like a... He's in the MCU, but he's dealing with his street level problems versus oh everything is so multiversal all the time, you know. So, all right, that's my perspective on that. I respect that. <clears throat> so I guess one thing that we didn't talk about, Modok. Oh, oh my God, I almost forgot that he was in this. <laughs> Modok <laughs> was the most insufferable thing in this. Modified organized, modified organism designed only for killing. Modok. 
Um, Mora, Mora, no, but Mora didn't feel like a threat in this movie at all. No. Because because when because the most recent iteration of Mora I remember is from the animated um series, mm-hmm. and he I he was a he was a lot more menacing. He, he was, was a lot worse. more of a threat. Even in Marvel's Capcom, I felt how like much of a threat he was in the games itself, and that's like playing like hours and hours of gameplay with no real story. Mm-hmm. But in this um in this movie, Modok was just the butt of jokes. And this t- also ties into Carl's problems, which I kind of have a problem with too, with, is with the MCU trying to humanize villains. Yeah. They try to humanize. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes it's, it's good for a villain to just be bad. For instance, what what I love about Eisen from Bleach, for example, is Bleach doesn't try to humanize Captain Eisen. They don't try to be like, oh, his past. They're just like, look, he's an evil motherfucker and he needs to be stopped. That's okay. I think that's fine. And Modok was just another example of a douchebag that just was, I mean, he, he went through a couple of situations and he ended up being bad. And then uh, uh, Cassandra, she was just like, oh, you don't like, that that part was not funny at all. She was like, uh, "It's never too late to not be a dick," and I'm Bro. like, "I'm like, that's not necessary." She's like, I don't know what to do. Well, just don't be a dick. Honestly, in my mind, I thought she was gonna just punt him. I would. I was hoping. I was like, "Yes, he's down. Just punt him. We don't have to see him again." And then she wants to talk no jutsu. Modok was really useless in this movie. There Bro. was like, if you just if you removed Modok from this movie, I, you would have been fine. Yeah, I didn't care. Bro. Honestly, no, I don't even I w- think that's how Modok was made. Him. No, I wouldn't say remove him. I would say if you kept him there and then he got defeated in the earlier stage and it pissed off King more, I'd be fine with that. I mean, if if they okay, so if they just made Modok more of it because Modok just seemed like he was just the setup for Kang. That's a, like Modok wasn't even his own individual threat. It mm-hmm. like every time it seemed that Modok was going to be some type of a threat, he was either laughed off by Ant Man or any of the cast members, the or it was or it was transferred to Kang. Whereas when when Modok ends up talking to Kang, then Kang takes over and he's like, "Shut up!" If like, they had an ounce of creativity, they didn't even need to put him in a movie. Modok um, could have been used as part of a storyline. You know how Ironheart mm-hmm. and and the War Machine and the Iron, you know, the wars, the Iron Wars, the yeah. Iron Wars, the advanced idea mechanics would definitely want to be want to have Stark Tech and be in that arms race, and Modok would would be a great villain. Honestly, for that. even if they used him for the Carl, new that Captain takes creativity. America, it does. Carl, that takes a lot of creativity. It does. What, it what, 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 what you what you said there is a lot of hard work, and it's just a lot easier to yeah. just make them just make bullshit. <laughs> I know it but makes sense. We don't like. I that. really, but I don't like what they did because even at the end, like Stupid. I guess when he helped or whatever, and he was like, "I died in an Avenger," and I'm like, "Bro, like this." But this just proved my point that Modok was not to be taken seriously from like from the moment he was introduced. You didn't take him seriously. Well, the moment he removed the mask, you were like, "Oh, he's that guy from the first Ant Man movie." That's when Who- I stopped taking him serious. Yeah, because I just knew he wasn't a threat at that point. Yeah, that movie was uh, he, him being there was just so pointless. Yeah, he he had absolutely no reason to be in the movie. No, no, yeah. I guess it was to show that. Oh no, Ant Man doesn't kill. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the thing behind it was. You know, I just don't know. And I don't think the uh, how was Modok made though? Because that's that's not how he. Because uh, when we were at the movie, we were like that's not the original. Um, it's, um he's, he's created he's, by AIM. I know that he's much. created by AIM. Yeah, 
But is he actually a human beforehand? I don't remember. I think there's yeah. some instances he is, and there's other instances where he's just created and then he takes over AIM. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't hundred percent know his backstory. Yeah. Or I just know and he I, was created I, by AIM. Sometimes I feel like he's an alien too. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. But regardless, it is it what was, it is. It was, it was terrible. But um, all in all, my rating for the movie is I'd give it a solid seven out of ten for me. Same here for me. That I, I was I was thinking the same thing. Seven out of ten. Nothing too crazy. I mean, of course, simple story. You have you have again like you have a catalyst for the problem. Mm-hmm. You have the hero kind of solve the problem. I really liked the um I really liked the um the story between Janet and the quantum realm and it gave her a little bit more characterization. Uh Oh, did we didn't even talk about Hank Pym. <laughs> Hank Pym was, if anyone was was borderline, well, I can't even say he was useless because his aunt ended up being the real MVPs oh, of this movie because the way that they were able to like, it like advance, they, evolve yeah. and advance, that was crazy. Yeah, that, that like that was actually really impressive. I'm not gonna lie, that made me kind of like creeped out of ants. Like if I ever saw an ant the size of like a car or a bus. No nah, ants. No ants. Like in real life, are actually like. Oh, they're smart. They, shit. they smart. No, no, because uh, I I saw a TikTok where this this one guy like he would put a chip on um like in a random place, but he'd take it away. So because he, he he was literally like, I'm gonna have this ant come see this chip, and he's gonna come tell his like his, his colony that up. hey, there's a chip here, but I'm gonna remove it, and he's gonna look crazy. After like a week, all the ants start ganging up on that one ant that. <laughs> Really? Yes, yes. They all all the ants literally are like jumping in because the ants keep keep. It's the basically at this shit. point. It's at this point. It's just like, bro, you stop fucking with us, bro. Like the, the, you keep saying there's a chip there. Every time we go there, there's no chip. And so eventually, after a week, you know the ants like, hey, there's a chip there. They, they just jumped them. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the same ant each time too? Yes. Stop. It. It's the same. That's <laughs> crazy. Nah, if you find that video, you need to share that because it's no, funny. I will. That had me down, but no, like, uh, no ants are really advanced. Yeah. And Hank Pym, I mean, he he had a small role in the movie. I mean, but he, I mean, he came up close. All the supporting characters had their roles in this movie. Yeah. For the most part, so yeah, seven out of ten. Nothing too crazy. Nothing on there. Just typical Marvel movie. I'm very excited for King the Conqueror and his uh, his potential impact on the future of the MCU. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, honestly. Marvel is just delaying the inevitable. Give us the fucking X-Men, bro. Like, just give us the X-Men. Give us the Fantastic Four, which is coming. The Fantastic Four does have a release date for next year, I believe. I thought it was 25. Oh, oh, no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. My fault. 25. But, I mean, just give us the X because once the MCU releases, like, the X-Men, you're going to expand this MCU universe easily by, like, another 20 years, if not more. Easy off the X-Men and Fantastic Four alone. Do you feel like that would get rid of some of the fatigue? I believe or would that add on to it. I think that that would add more to the excitement because we all because we would all watch the Fox and look as as much of a precedent as the X Men movies set. They we all knew they were mediocre. We only enjoyed them because those are one of the like those are one of the only superhero movies that came out at the time, and the superhero movies were not as popular as they were now. Mm-hmm. Like the X, like go back and watch the X Men movies; they're not good. They are not. They are not good at uh, all. It is hard to watch. Oh, very hard to watch. Cringe. I think we talked about this. I think 
there's like nine of them total, including the Wolverine movies, and like four, if not five of them are good. Yeah. Decent. Yeah, decent or good. Yeah. So the only yeah, the only one I could think of off the top of my mind would be uh First Class, Days of Future Past, um Logan in terms of X Men movies. And that's it. That's all I can think of. That that's all I can think of. That is no, no, that are no like Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. That's Carl's favorite movie. <laughs> I hate that yo, movie. Yo, yo, you know what's crazy? Like I like I was watching like X Men the other day, and like I forgot this movie even existed. I was like, "Wait a minute, is this the uh, is this the one with?" Because uh, in my mind, the because the, the last one I watched was the one with um, what the hell, Apocalypse, mm. Purple Putty guy, and, <laughs> and, and, and mentally in my mind, I'm like, "That's the last X Men movie." But I was like, "No way, Dark Phoenix was actually like the because it was the last movie of the Fox like X Men movies, yep. and I never watched it." Ever like I because I, I didn't think it was gonna be good. Wait, Carl, did you watch it? No, you didn't watch it. The X Men movie, the, the Dark, Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. No, I did. I, it was terrible. Yeah, it, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> it was would you Would you bad. rather watch that or Phoenix? Oh man, oh, oh, man. Phoenix or Apocalypse? Shit, <sighs> Apocalypse. Probably Apocalypse. Yeah, that movie was terrible. <laughs> that but, movie was really terrible. But no, I, I would give this movie a seven out of ten. Yeah, I give it a seven point five. It, it it did a job for me. I felt the fatigue, but then I think now I'm looking at certain movies as like, what are the consequences of your actions? And I'm not excited. What's exci- coming from this? And I'm not excited for uh, the Marvel movies at all, really. I think I'm really more excited for like when Blade comes out. Um, I don't know, but hold on though. For, for Blade, I, I don't know if you should guy? be because remember what the news that's coming out about Blade. In terms of like the creative, um, no, nah, they got the, that. I think they've they've um, turned that around. Oh, they turned that around. Pushed back. Yeah, they pushed it back though. Yeah, to like yeah, because uh, I was hearing some crazy things yeah, about I, I was uh, too. about Blade. Well, I think they've like they've uh, tweaked it a little bit because the the actor was getting very frustrated with the the direction. Yeah, really stupid. I mean, listen, if they again, I'm not really too excited for too many Marvel projects at this point. Um, they don't. I don't know. They just. I don't, just, just uh, like I said, but I, but I think that Marvel fatigue will die once the X Men get officially like introduced into the MCU. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. I don't have high. I don't have high expectations. You don't even have high expectations if the no. if they implement the X Men. I don't think they've been putting out good product at all, really, for the past two years. For really. us to be excited. For, about but to be movie. honest, this is one of the better movies within the past two years. I would argue. Yeah, I mean, Black Panther Two was good. You know? Well, I mean, I, that's why I said one of them, not the yeah. best. One I mean, of the better products. It wasn't. It's not. It's just. I'm just not excited for. It. I get. It, I get. It. It's Ant Man. Ant Man isn't really supposed to excite you for much. So you know, it is the cowboy hero. He was the hero's like cachet matters too. Yeah. So I don't think there's any projects out there that's like that has big time heroes from Marvel side, and their C listers aren't really that exciting. Maybe the Guardians three, right? Isn't that coming out in the summer? It's oh, yeah. coming out. Yep, uh, coming out May or April. So yeah, maybe that, yeah. that. Maybe maybe that's what I look forward to seeing how that for, how that um, ends. French. Batista's yeah. last movie is Drax. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. You know, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. So we all give it above uh, a seven yeah. for the most Pretty part. Much yeah. All right. So and what? Now that we we ended this review, okay. have y'all been reading Jujutsu Kaisen, bro? Uh, yeah, I'm all caught up. Oh I my! Haven't, I haven't read today's. Chapter. No, no, there's no chapter this week. Stop it. There's a, no, no, because there's a um, because after the last chapter, there was the, 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 it's a break. But yo, what's happening in this? I haven't read it. Oh, you haven't read it? I haven't read it. 
Oh no, I, I don't want to spoil it for Carl. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for. It's a force. Yo, what's hap? Yo, you need to you need to catch up on JJK. What's happening in JJK is OD. Cause I just caught up last night. I was like, no fucking way, bro. Ain't no fucking what? Yo, yo, like. Yo, see, this one, yo, Jujutsu Kaisen will, gi- will give you all this mental hoopla and then some crazy shit will happen. And you're like, yo, yo I'm like, I fucking love this manga. Like, Jujutsu Kaisen never fucking fails. Shout and out the- to Danny for, for talking about this forever. Oh, 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 oh uh, what happened? No, he, he was trying to get us on to Jujutsu Kaisen for a minute. Oh, my Yo, Jujutsu Kaisen is fucking... I cannot wait for the anime to the come out, The question is... How how cut up are you in Hunter Hunter? Hunter Hunter, I read one or two chapters. No, no, no hold hold on. But to be fair, to be fair, you said to catch up with Chainsaw Man. All right, all right, all right, all right. And, I'll give you that. I'll and, give you that. And, 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 and I'm that. like ten chapters away from Chainsaw Man, and I've been reading a whole bunch of stuff. I've been reading one. I've been reading One Piece. I've been reading. Um, I've been catching up with Just Kaisen. I've been reading Sakamoto Days. Sakamoto Days is fantastic, by the way. That I, that's gonna. I do be, need to get into that. That one is going to. I oh, I guarantee you. I don't know if it's going to be very popular in the West, but it has the potential to have a niche in the West because it has the it has the uh, the the comedic effect. It has the, the like you know the comedy. It has the action, yep. and the story is good enough. And it got, you got assassin like bro. If if once you get one of these fight scenes in this manga animated, people are going to fucking fall in love with this series. I guarantee because the fights are fantastic, and Sakamoto is. A freaking he's he's broken. Okay. He, he's fucking broken. How? Like, just imagine, just imagine. Uh, okay. Well, Carl will know. You remember Bob from Tekken? Yeah. Bob from Tekken. He's literally Bob from Tekken, but like an assassin. That's crazy. <laughs> literally. That's really crazy. How how far off are you in JJK? I am like a hundred chapters behind. Sheesh. Oh wait, are, are, have you finished the Shibuya arc? I'm like I'm like chapter one forty seven. Gosh, do you damn! You're like sixty chapters that? behind. Yeah, I think newest chapter is chapter two thirteen. So like, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty behind. Oh my god, no, I, mean, you I, need to... I can catch up in like a week, but it's like. Oh my, yo, bro, you need to catch up. What happened in this latest chapter is why. I, am I far mean, far. all you got to do is stay in your lane for the next few days, and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Much. No, <laughs> no talking about spring decor. <laughs> no, what, no what, what was the word you used? That, that was that was feng shui. Wa- feng shui. <laughs> Leave the feng shui of the house alone. A, a whole stay gro- in your role. A stay whole grown role. Haitian man using the word feng shui is very wild. I, well, I have funny. to stay in my role. <laughs> know, know my role. That's funny. Nah, I would. Uh, Sukuna is still a force. Sukuna is more of a force than you think. Yo, so, mm, okay. That, 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 I'm, gonna, I'm gonna shut the hell up. Shut the hell up now, cause yeah, I was just, yo, yo. When I read that, I, I was like, oh my god, like yo, Sukuna is a fucking asshole. You're such a G's a G. All right, and we're done. Peace out. Peace All out. right. <laughs> <laughs>